for Johnny. Has he done it? He sure has. Pass breaker for the Wallabies. Manchester City is still alive here. What's the score with Aaron and Isaac? Hello and welcome to What's the Score with Aaron and Isaac. Hello. Hello, Aaron. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. I've had a trim on the top. And this oh, yeah. we're recording yeah, no, this before the 12th of April. So uh, I just got my mum to do it. But, okay, uh, good. We've got a great show for you today, a bit of a sombre one in the news, but you'll find out why uh, later on. But uh, speaking of news, Aaron, would you like to kick us off with the first I would, yeah. You balls, please. And we start with Sir Lewis Hamilton, who says he's super excited about the prospect of a title challenge against Max Verstappen after the World to Wall start to the 2021 season in Bahrain, a direct championship battle between F1's record-breaking 36-year-old seven-time champion and the rising 23-year-old ten-time race-winning Dutch star has been considered a mouth-watering prospect for several seasons and the early evidence of the new campaign suggests the sport is poised to get its blockbuster head-to-head. I'm super excited and super happy for the fans that, that they are excited and not acknowledge Hamilton. After he edged out the second in the season opening Bahrain Grand Prix despite his Red Bull rival taking pole position. Yes. Isaac, I think we've all been waiting a very, very, very long time for Hamilton and Verstappen to actually have, to have, yeah, yeah, to have some challenge. Have yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's exciting. And Imola is the next one up yeah. next weekend. So, look forward to that. Yeah. Um, Manchester City midfielder Kevin De Bruyne has signed a two-year contract extension that will keep him at the club until 2025. The Belgian international, whose existing deal was due to expire in 2023, is 30 in June and now looks to now looks set to see out most of the remainder of his career at the Etihad. De Bruyne has had a glittering spell since joining the club for Wolfsburg in 2015, winning seven major trophies, which could become 11 by the end of the season if City are successful in their hunt for a quadruple. Well. I mean, as much as as much as I don't like City, Kevin De Bruyne is a good player and he, he yeah. works well at City. I yeah, I mean, you you can't. There, I don't think you can find one person who actively does not like Kevin De Bruyne. He seems likable. He's a good player. Also, got the best three-word abbreviation: KDB. KDB sounds good. Lovely. Uh, we staying with football, but switching gender. Uh, the Lionesses are going to put club rivalry aside for England camp. Um, This is according to England Women International Millie Bryan, Ellie Roebuck. The Chelsea and Man City players are set to clash at the end of April in a crunch fixture in the Women's Super League title race, with only two points separating the side at the summit, with only three fixtures left. City's Esme Morgan was the latest player to be called up to the squad on Tuesday for the Games with France and Canada, taking to the total number of players from the WSL's top two clubs to 15 out of the 25. Now, uh, as we're recording this, they've got the Lionesses have a game tonight, and I'm very excited because hopefully we can win a game and that will be brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say they'd be better than the England men, but we, we've won all of uh, of our games so far, haven't we, for the World yeah, Cup? Yeah, anyway. but uh, France are the best 
people in probably international football in the women's side and the men had to face someone whose biggest victory was Liechtenstein yes. 1-0. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we're going to move on to some more women's football, but a bit more of a local news story actually. Uh, Portsmouth women have been removed from this season's Women's FA Cup for fielding an illegible player against Cheltenham Town ladies in their second round tie on April the 4th. As a result, the tie has been awarded to Cheltenham Town and no further action will be taken against Portsmouth. Portsmouth had won the tie 2-0 and were scheduled to play Gillingham in the third round, but Cheltenham will now take their place. Uh, interesting, I've got no idea why it was illegible player, but... Um, probably... What's even more concerning is, why didn't anyone check? Because yeah, it seems point. like something you would check, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, do, um, do you know and, why? Uh, no, I don't know why. It wasn't in the article. I just thought it was a good story. And also, if you are a Saints fan, you are listening to this. Insert laugh here. <laughs> right, moving on. Uh, Tiger Woods uh, was driving at nearly double the legal speed limit when he suffered serious injuries in his car crash earlier this year. Woods suffered multiple fractures in the incident on February the 23rd when he careered off the road, quote, at high speed and was lucky to survive as the car rolled several times before coming to rest on an embankment. Data from the vehicle's black box showed that Woods was travelling between 80 and 84 and 87 miles an hour on a downward downhill stretch of road that has a speed limit of 45 miles an hour, shortly before his crash ended in Rolling Hills Estates just outside Los Angeles. Yeah, well... He's he's a good player, golf player, and we, when we we read the story out, didn't we, uh, of him getting yeah. the injury, and we were like, oh shame, well, but, that's a shame. But, him, but but can we really excuse doubling the speed limit for your own personal pleasure? <laughs> no, no, not I mean, not yes, really. No. <laughs> well, there we go. That's that's the normal stories this week. Now, unfortunately, uh, we've got a bit of a somber one for you. Uh, the Duke of Edinburgh, P- Prince Philip, has died at the age of 99. A statement from Buckingham Palace on Friday read, It is with deep sorrow that Her Majesty the Queen announces the death of her beloved husband, His Royal Highness, the Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness passed away peaceful, peacefully this morning at Windsor Castle. Further announcements will be made in due course. The royal family joined with people around the world in mourning his loss. Uh, the prince was a well-known figure in sporting circles, most notably the equestrian world, where he helped to, to develop the sport of carriage driving and was also part of the early rule book after giving up playing polo at the age of 50 in, in 1971. He was a world champion carriage in carriage driving in 1980 and was president of the International Federation for Equestrian Sports from 1964 to 1986. Philip was also a regular attendee alongside the Queen at Royal Ascot, where they were able to celebrate multiple victories of horses the Queen owned, including the thrilling 2013 Gold Cup winner, Estimate. The Duke of Edinburgh was also a regular visitor to Cow's Week as part of his and the Queen's enjoyment of yachting. The Prince also promoted sport as part of the Duke of Edinburgh's award, a youth programme he founded in 1956, which was designed to improve the lives of young people through a series of activities in four areas, one of which was physical and included sporting achievements. Prince Philip was also the president or patron of hundreds of sporting organisations, including the Modern Pentathlon Association, the Army and Royal Air Force Boxing Clubs, the British Racing Drivers Club, the Jockey Club, and the Lords the Lords Taverners. Uh, now, it goes without saying that obviously we, at What's the Score with Aaron and Isaac, extend our deep, deepest sympathies to the Queen and the Royal Family in the hopes that 
no one else dies to be quite fair well, um, I, I imagine it will take the country quite a long time to sort yes. of recover from we, we're, this we're recording this on Friday the 9th of April which it, as it happened this morning um, and this episode will come out on Monday uh, the 12th so it will have been a couple of days by the time you're hearing this but uh, but yeah it, it, it was a shock to be honest this morning I when I I, I wasn't expecting yeah. it no one was expecting it yeah and um from what um we um no, like obviously one of the reasons why we're talking about this is because uh he's done quite a lot for sport for young people he's patron of tons and tons of charities and organizations which help get young people into sport and keep sport going basically all-round good guy and quite frankly sad that he's gone yeah i, I mean he's it's not just sport he's he's changed a lot of things in the royal family and in, in yeah the i mean there's itself. environmentalism that, exactly. that that he was huge on Conservationist, um, WWF, brilliant. I was thinking, he, him, him and the Queen are technically like the most famous people almost in the world, you could say. Yeah, that's, that's, our, that's a good point, actually. Because our, our Queen, our royal family, are probably the most famous, I would say, Queen um, in the world, I would say. Yeah, um, and, I mean... Yeah, it, it's, it's a big it's, loss for the world. Yeah, it's, it's basically a really sad day, and hopefully we can, as a country, come together... Support the rules because God knows they need it with all the gubbins that's going on. Won't go into yeah. that, but there we are. Um, and I, I was saying that at least it wasn't COVID. Yeah, it, yeah, because that would be pretty would be too much yeah. crushing um, as a country. Um, right, so tributes paid yeah. to Prince Philip. Uh, we do have a bit of a special thing this week don't we Isaac yes well uh, later on we've got the usual game set a match say what Alan's factual frenzy and all that gubbins but uh, right now it's time for another interview with another very special guest uh, you may have guessed from the title this week we have spoken um, to a taekwondoist uh, yeah you know, one of those yeah ba um, basically at the end of the interview we find out what you call them so yes. listen till then um, but this is another installment in talking sports people sorry talking sports with sports people um to help inspire people that's what, that's what we're calling it and uh, late uh, towards the end of the show you'll find out some other ones we've got lined up as well but this is uh, we spoke to finley about taekwondo listen to this what's the score with aaron and isaac okay so we are now joined by uh, another special guest this is finley who does taekwondo hello finley hello there Hello. Uh, so would you like to introduce yourself and a bit about your sport? Okay. Uh, so I am 15 currently. I started Taekwondo when I was four, uh, quite a young age. Um, throughout doing Taekwondo through the years, mainly the first few years, I don't really know what I was there for. I was just there messing around. Um, I wasn't really that dedicated at that age. I mean, at that time, I mean, I was young. Um, the only exercise I was really doing was spinning around in circles. Um <laughs> uh it was only until about nine that i actually started to get quite dedicated to it um mainly to the point for the fact that um a lot of people would bully me for my weight and how fat i was because of course back then i was quite chubby and so i was really looking to do like more exercise and extra stuff uh to try and be less fat so of course so uh, i kind of started with doing adult sessions because apparently i could be able i was able to do that about nine uh, and in my head, I was thinking, yeah, that's great. I'm going to do harder exercise, which would mean, well, probably less fat for me. 
and I'd get in good shape and people would stop bullying me. Um, so yeah, it was at that age, I was, was fully dedicated to it. Um, it was at, I think when I was about 10 or 11, uh, I uh, did my test to become black belt. And then it was, I think it was two years ago, um, I graded to become second degree black belt. Very nice. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so do you, just something I've always wondered about it, do, could could you theoretically go down bouts or is it or is it a thing that once you've got it is yours for life sort of thing um well there's the thing is when you're given it um if you're with a proper official taekwondo union uh you're given this kind of cards uh it's like some sort of expiry thing where it basically states that if you don't do it for a certain amount of time then you're no longer like that black belt is no longer like your title you're no longer a title of the black belt. Okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like you have to you have to maintain training, or else. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So so it's pretty much yours once you've got it, unless you decide to stop doing taekwondo. Yeah. Basically. Very nice. Cool. So uh, it is it, like it, about a year though. So if you have to take a few weeks off, you'd be fine. Yeah. 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 So uh, mm. when when you first started, what do you th- what made you first choose this sport, and what sort of inspired you to choose it? Um, I remember it was, I was quite young. I was just there at reception. My mum picked me up after school one day and she said, there's this new Taekwondo club opening nearby. And she said, quite a few of my friends are doing it. Um, and I was quite sure at first. I was just like, do I really want to do this? Because at that time, I just really want to get home and just watch TV. Um, but I decided, yeah, sure, I'll do it. My friends are doing it. Uh, it'd be great to get along with them. And I went with that. Um, didn't really know what I was doing. I just went there. Um, <laughs> It was all good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how it went. So you just, just one of those <laughs> things did, you didn't really stop, it just sort of carried on. There have been many times I wanted to stop, many times I thought it was stupid, many times I just couldn't couldn't be asked to go do training at times, especially when I was, I don't know, quite young, you know, just I wanted to do other things, just stay at home, be lazy. Um, but yeah, especially with the recent lockdown, I've been feeling a bit down about it. Um, because of course I've been able to train properly. I mean, times I did think, yeah, this is stupid. There's kind of no point in it. But I, I stuck to it. Yeah. So what? That's, that leads me on to next point. What sort of what have you been doing to sort of keep fit in uh, in the lockdown? Uh, well, currently lockdown, we do online Zoom sessions with quite a few people. Uh, I do a training session every Monday and Wednesday. It's about half an hour each. Uh, on Saturdays, I do a one to one with just me and instructor to just work on personalized things, really. Um, and then on su- Sunday, uh, we have a session in the morning, which is uh, squad sessions or technical sessions. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, so you've, like most things, you've still been working and doing it throughout lockdown and all the lockdowns. Um, but so, what's the thing you've enjoyed most um, while doing it? Um, um, I'd say kind of just getting together with people. I've met quite a few people through it. I've still got really good friends from it. I enjoy training with a lot of people. I mean, socially doing exercise, it's quite fun. Uh, just with people and friends, it, it's good. And I like getting along with people like that. Um, I kind of like just working on myself. You know, it's kind of like a distraction for me from reality. Like instead of having to worry about all problems like schoolwork, I can just go train and it just perfectly just clear my head. Uh, which I enjoy a lot. It's it's kind of just like 
just something to chill back. Just it's you know how people play video games to distract themselves. This is yeah. like my kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that sort of uh, leads on to the next bit. So, obviously, you you compete in the sport. What um what does yeah. a sort of uh, normal taekwondo competition look like? Okay, uh, so usually it'd be in a big hall. Um, you'd have around three, depending on the type of competition. If it's a regional competition, then about three rings there. Um, the rings is basically just a big area with just mats on the floor. Uh, each corner would have a judge who would. Uh, count your points um uh and your spar uh be it. if it was the nationals they'd have quite a few more sometimes up to six to eight rings um where they'd still have the same setup uh and then world championships it's the same but they'd sometimes have a bit more maybe nine who knows yeah um it's quite long with competitions if i'm gonna be honest usually like you don't know when you're gonna be up so you're kind of just there for the whole day it's especially annoying when you've waited for the whole day and you have to compete at the very end. Like that's when you're really tired yeah. and you can't really perform that well. Um, but yeah, that's typical what they're like. Yeah. So uh, obviously competing and I don't, this, this might be a bit of an odd question, but how, how many, how much have you won? Like what, what would be your won? best achievement? Um, i say I'll be in the world championships. I got uh, two silver. World. Yeah. Wow. That was, that's very nice. good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Aaron, yeah, Aaron's was... never Aaron's never been out of uh, the city, Aaron? so he doesn't he doesn't really know what uh, oh! what the world looks like. So. <laughs> I've been with you on school trips to Blue. I don't know where, but I've been with you on school trips. Either. Well, Honestly. if Aaron has been out of, he, he doesn't know what he doesn't know where he's been. That, that's, that's <laughs> no, um, no, that's fair. I don't. <laughs> um, what does um a tif- what does a typical round look like? Like, how do you? I don't want to say fight because it isn't. It's sparring. What, okay. <laughs> what does, does it? it typical, what? Yeah. What does it look like? Okay, so you have the ring, of course, big square thing. Um, then you'd have in the middle there'd be two like, uh, say mats, which are like different colours. Then there'd be like one mat, which is in space. So both opponent would stay on the mat. Um, the rounds they can last. Sometimes they change with competitions, like who's running them. Sometimes around one minute 30, two one minute 30 rounds or two two minute rounds. It can vary. Uh, if it's a big division, they'd usually do one two minute rounds and then they'd only do a two rounds in the finals. Um, so, yeah. So, of course, I'd say uh, C-chart, which is it's Korean. They say quite a few things in Korean. Like in doing exercise or training, that's counting Korean and doing like punches and stuff, because uh, that's where it originates from. But yeah, they'd say like pretty much go uh, to go fight. Um, and so you're there, you're more side on. If you look at boxing fights, you know, you're quite, yeah, like, yeah. You're quite yeah. on like facing forwards to them in a way. Uh, in Taekwondo, you're more side on. Um, so what you do is uh, you can't kick the legs, you can't kick anything around. They say below the bell, but it's more like the waist. You can't really yeah. kick anywhere below there. Um, you can, what is it? You get points for each technique, and points can vary depending on what technique it is. So, like, a punch to the head is one point. Uh, I think a jump punch is two points or one point, something like that. A kick to the body is one point. A jump kick to the head is three points, and it kind of goes on from there. Okay. Yeah. You do get a warning if you fall over. You do get a warning if you go out the ring, of course, 
be polite, don't use rude words to, to your opponent. Um, yeah. You can get uh, disqualified or a warning for excessive contacts, um, which obviously you don't want to do. Unless, like, excessive contact, it's not like knocking them out. It's if, like, you, sh- like, show you're deliberately, like, trying to swing at them, like, with, like, pure, like, yeah. intent to hurt. Um, yeah. Unless it's, like, a clean, good punch and they do end up knocked out, then that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they do get up. Have you ever been, so good if you're on the season end of it, is it? <laughs> have you ever <laughs> been, like, um, injured or, like, seriously injured or... Yeah. Yeah. Have I been injured? Uh, the most I've had... There was this one time I was nearly knocked out, but that was in a training session. Um, <laughs> that's I've been that's a good a start, isn't it? <laughs> I've been winded quite a bit. I've had bloody mouth, bloody nose uh, from it. Um, yeah, it was the time I got knocked out in training. It was it was nearly knocked out. Like everything went black for like a split second, and I saw stars. It was quite weird, but I was still I was still able to stand up somehow. Yeah. Um, was it? I had my guard down a bit, and the guy comes out of nowhere. He does a spinning back kick right to the temple, Ooh, yeah. me, which yeah, was quite. It, <laughs> it was. It did wake me up a bit, but <laughs> it, it kind of put me to sleep and woke me up a bit. I was like, "Whoa!" Um, yeah, uh, then I kind of like struggled to stand up, like in my head, and so thinking, "Don't fall down, don't fall down." Then I remember one of my instructors. They said, "Quickly hold him up." So that he put his arms around me, just like make sure I didn't fall over. Uh, it took a few seconds for me to just like, uh, just like fully be like, okay, yeah, I'm fine now. And yeah, we just carried on. Oh, sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, so obviously it's not one of the most dangerous sports, but how, how dangerous would you say it is? How dangerous? Uh, they are really like, um, they're very like, they, they ensure safety a lot. I mean, of course it is a combat sport. You can get hurt. Um, they, they do have first aid there in case something does go wrong. Uh, they wear head guards. You have the option to not wear one when you're black belt. Um, I do not like wearing head guards. They're awful. Um, yeah, you have pads. You have shin pads. They used to have uh, pads to protect your forearms, I think. They removed them. I can't remember why. Uh, you have feet pads, hand pads, head guards. And in, uh, in the Olympics, they have a whole body guard. Yeah. But, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right, now it is time, I believe, Isaac, for our viewers to hear the worst jingle in history, isn't it? It's it, it could be an, it could be said that it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what do you uh, mean, what do you, is this the where I got the name everyone, right? Yeah. Right. Oh no. Okay, this is extra time. Oh. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that. What did you think yeah. of the jingle? <laughs> yeah, it was lovely. Right, so yeah, that, this is extra time. This is when um, we're going to give you give you a list of things. Um, a list you're going to have to name as many as you can in 15 seconds. Okay, Aaron has got the clock, uh, 15 seconds on the clock. I have got the list. Um, are you ready? Uh, I so, yes. Okay, right. Your list is you have to name as many currently competing Team GB Taekwondo athletes as you can in 15 seconds and your time starts now. Okay, there was John... No, not John Jones. It was like something Jones. Uh, Alia Powell. I think the uh, the GB one I was talking about was called Lauren something. Lauren something. Um, 
And that is time. Oh, it goes quickly. Now, I, I, you said uh, Alia Powell. That's correct. Yes, you yeah. said someone Jones. I'm going to give you that, Jade Jones. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. Uh, Jade Jones. And you said Lauren, someone, Lauren Williams. I'll give you that as well. So that's three. Very oh, good. Three. <laughs> that is good. Fifteen seconds is not long. So uh, you've done good there. Um, there nice. was there was others. Uh, Bianca Williams, I think, was another one. Um, so yeah, mm. you did good. Now scoring system is a bit odd, but because. So I should have mentioned that would that was out of 19. So you had an option of 19 to choose from uh, there. Right. You, you got three. That's I mean, that's good in 15 seconds. <laughs> um, now, our leaderboard stands. Well, I'll tell you, tell you afterwards, but the points work. If you had scored between one and two, you got one point. Um, because you scored between three and four, you get two points. If you'd have scored between five and six, you got three points and so on. Uh, so because you scored between three and four, you got two points. Now, I believe, so our leaderboard at the top, we have a cricketer uh, who scored four points. Uh, next second, we have a gymnast who scored three points. And now joint third is you and a swimmer who scored two points. There you go. Nice. That's, that's that's very good actually. Uh, so we've got we've got there's our leaderboard um, for the listeners as well and for you. So yeah, that was extra time. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> there we go. Right. So we're gonna gonna move back onto a few more questions now. First of all, what um what would be your sort of tips and tricks for up and coming um, athletes or uh, people who would like to get into maybe taekwondo or competitive sports like this? Uh, in competitive okay, tips and tricks. Okay, um, don't be shy. Okay, always ask your instructor or coach. Always ask them questions. Uh, no matter if it seems stupid, it doesn't matter. Like, there's no such thing as a stupid question when you don't know something. Uh, always just always ask them. Okay. Uh, second of all, don't like be afraid of training. Like, if there's someone there you don't like or like they seem like kind of intimidating in a way. Don't like worry about them. Just focus on yourself, okay? Like, if you focus on yourself, then you'll get better eventually. And of course, I mean, the only competition is you yourself. It's trying to be better than you every single time. I'd, uh, I'd say that's mostly it. Okay. Um. Now I do just have to ask, what do you call someone? Then what do you call someone who does taekwondo? Someone that does taekwondo. Aaron's been wanting yeah. to know this for basically ever. Yeah. A ta- I don't know. You'd, you'd say I do taekwondo, but you don't say I'm a taekwondoer or something. That's what I said. Are you a taekwondoer? Are you a taekwondoist? <laughs> uh, you'd probably say what like belt you are. You'd, you'd say I'm a black belt in taekwondo. The same yeah. way I don't know, someone that say I'm a black belt in karate or something. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, have you Googled it? Uh, I'm going to be right now. Uh, go talk. Okay. Um, by the way, I, I just thought I was wondering because I don't. Do you know how to spell Taekwondo? All right. Uh, T A E K W O N D O. Yes, lovely. First time. I mean, I, w- I would expect that from someone who does Taekwondo. But, uh, Aaron, Aaron, do we have any news um, on the feedback? Yeah, we do. Yeah. It is Taekwondo in. Oh, okay. Uh, I. What? Okay. Ta- fine. Uh, yeah. Well, we've learned something going. today, Aaron. <laughs> okay. And I suppose final question for you, Finley, yep. is what does the future hold for you? The future. Oh. <laughs> it, obviously, in terms of taekwondo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, yeah, I'll, course... I'll get married. I have a few kids. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say 
well, I could do many things. I could I could teach Taekwondo. I could probably open up my own school, maybe. Uh, maybe under the name of another instructor, I could do that. There's always the Olympics. I could sign up to them. A few people in my club, they've signed up to the GB team and they've managed to get in somehow. It's kind of complicated with all COVID because they need to, like, compete to, like, yeah. prove that they can do it. They can, yeah, something like that. Um, so I can always do that. There's more world championships upcoming and nationals probably Europeans as well, uh, all sorts of those things. I could get a higher degree. Uh, I could get a third degree. I'm aiming to ninth degree, which is the highest. Yeah. Um, at first, though, I really do want to be become fourth degree because when you get fourth degree, uh, on your uniform, it's called a dobok. Uh, you get black stripes on the sides, which look, look really cool. Uh, so I really like that. Uh, when you become seventh degree, you're, cool. you're recognized as master. That's like what people refer you to. And then as ninth degree, you're seen as grandmaster. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So is this <laughs> that definitely something you want to carry on just then? To, so when, say you're out in a club somewhere in the near future and we can be, and then a girl comes up to you and it's like, I'm grandmaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really know how to pick up girls. <laughs> I can see that. No, I just yeah. think it's quite amusing. But so it's definitely something you want to carry on um, into the future and get yeah. at a high level. Yeah. Very nice. Well, that's very amazing. Um, you, you. You've competed in the world champs and yeah. you can become a grandmaster. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, thanks yeah. very much, Finley, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Welcome. And you're joint third on the leaderboard, so you're not last. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. always someone, and I'm sure there will be someone who, who comes below you. So uh, I'll see you both soon. Um, see ya. Yeah. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. What's the score with Aaron and Isaac? So thank you very, very much to Finley for coming on and chatting to us. Good and fun. I still can't remember what the word was. Something like Taekwondo. Taekwondoing. Uh, so yeah. Is, is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone who does Taekwondo is what Finley is. And he was a lovely person to have it was on very the nice, podcast. Yes. Thank, thank you, you very much, Finley. Uh, but Aaron, um, can I just can I just tell you something about that interview? Yeah. Um, what what we didn't have in it, and what we haven't had yet in the show, is uh, corner team quickly. Oh, he did it! He just did it! Then what Smash do you have got to me then, sir? <laughs> How many gold medals does Michael Phelps have? Christ knows. Uh, so how many has he won? No, twenty three. Okay, right. Moving That's on. Not just the Olympics, obviously. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, moving Aaron. on quickly. <laughs> I would like you. Oh no, to, um... not no, not again! Right, go, go on then. Uh, I would like you to introduce the next segment in the style of a Formula One commentator. Okay. And Hamilton rounds first bend, and he's crashed. What a massive disappointment! But now it's time for corner taking quickly. Oh, is it? Yes, it, it actually is. Actually, oh. it is. Go on then. According to bowling speed, who is the current fastest bowler in the world? Uh, I don't know. Jimmy Anderson. Mitchell Stark. Okay, good. Right. Uh, okay. Now, would you please now, introduce the next yes. segment in the style of a Formula One commentator? I will, yes. And Michael Schumacher wins his 27th Grand Prix. What an amazing day for the driver. And now it's time for... Aaron's Factual Frenzy!
yes, this is Aaron's Factual Frenzy. Thank you very much for that lovely introduction. Uh, this is where Aaron will read us some sporting facts and we will decide which is the best. Go for it. From 2615 until 2016, Englishman Ben Smith ran 401 marathons on 401 days to raise money for the victims of bullying. With his 401 challenge, he set a world record and covered a total of 10,506 miles. Wow, that is class. That's, that's, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I didn't know about that. <laughs> the word gym comes from Greek and translates to place of the naked. <laughs> oh, that's class that is i like that in the history of the united states there have been 17 americans who ran a marathon in less than two hours and 10 minutes in october 2011 this was achieved by 32 kenyans <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're all pretty good facts this week i like them all i like the gym one though Okay, I, I, I think the gym has to be the favourite because at the end of the day, we're 17-year-olds and quite frankly, we find nudity funny. So the best fact this week is that the word gym He's comes from Greek and translate. <laughs> anyway, moving uh, well, on. The best, yeah, yeah, let's just move on. I can't, I'm not reading that. It's time for okay. quarter taken quickly. Hey, is it now? Right, come on then. Okay. When did Tiger Woods win his first ever major? This is um interesting. Um, take a stab in the dark at a year. Yeah, seven, seven dark at a year. 2003. Uh, 1995. He was 18 years old. There you go. Okay. Um, he's still going yeah, strong. Move, moving on. Right, listeners, it is now time for Isaac to fill my head with some sporting quotes and then make me guess them for your entertainment. By the way, they will be wrong. It's time for. Yes, this is Say What. Now, this is where, like Aaron said, I'm going to read some funny sporting quotes. Uh, this week, I'm not going to make you guess um, who they are because you won't get them. Uh, okay. These are rugby ones, but uh, you, you, can, you can have a guess if you really want. Uh, so this oh, is I a rugby quote. <laughs> I think Brian Moore's gnashes are the kind you get from a DIY shop and hammer in yourself. <laughs> that's good. That was lovely. Um, okay, that's a good one. He moves with the elegance of a cow on a bicycle. Okay, that could describe me when I'm trying to dance, so possibly. <laughs> I'm sure the lads will be glad to see him gone. There'll be more food for everyone else now. <laughs> that's okay, Austin Healy. That <laughs> that's Austin Healy on Jason about, Leonard's retirement. Uh... He's the kind of player you expect to see emerging from a ruck with the remains of a jockstrap between his teeth. <laughs> Uh, this one's very good. There's no doubt about it. He's a big bully. Now, this was Gavin Hastings okay, well, and Jonah, Jonah Lomu. Okay, well, that could describe a lot of people in rugby, couldn't it? Yeah. Well, Jonah Lomu, though, is probably the one of the greatest players of all time. And I would definitely say he was a big bully. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, that was Say What. Very much enjoyed that. Aaron, what's it time for now? Well, now it's time for Quantating Quickly! Oh, I thought it might be. Go for it. Yeah, okay. How much did Manchester City pay for Gabriel Jesus? Well, 34 million pounds. Not bad. 27 million pounds. All right. Uh, not, not too far not, off. Not bad. That. That's good. Was it, right. Is it in pounds or euros or dollars? Bad or pounds. 27 oh, yeah, million pounds. Man City. Uh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Aaron, uh, now this... 
uh, this next segment is one of the greatest of all time, and that's not just the jingle. Um, it's very competitive. So, and it's a matchup between two competitive people. This, if you haven't guessed already, is Game Set and Match. All you have to do is guess the sporting moment. Sounds easy, there must be a catch. You will get free clues, and then you start a guessing. This is Game Set and Match. Yes, it is. Thank you very much. That was a lovely jingle. This is Game Set and Match. We have three clues each. We're gonna uh, we're gonna guess sporting moments. Get it on the first clue, you get three points. Second clue, two points. And if you get it on the last clue, you get just the one point. The scores stand at six points to Aaron and four points to me. Aaron's games are four, and I've got two games to my name. Uh, right, Aaron, toss a coin this week. Are you ready? We've got um, on one side we've got Anfield, on the other side we've got Goodison Park. Ready? Goodison. Oh, sorry. Call it. Yeah, call it. Goodison Park. It is Goodison Park. Hey! That's it. One of the only few times Everton win anything. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> Lol. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way you said that. Anyway, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I will go uh, first, if you don't mind. Right. I will get mine first. Yes, okay. Uh, your three clues. Here we go. Your first clue. 1994. Not a bloody clue. <laughs> okay, second clue. West Indies. Right, okay. Uh, is this Brian Lara's all-time record score? Yes, it is. Thank you. That was good. That was class. Yeah. Brian Lara's individual test record score. The last clue was going to be 375 runs, which is how yeah. much he, he scored. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was amazing. Very good. Two points. Okay. Thank right. you. Ha-ha. Right. Your turn is first clue, 2005. Um, is it, by any chance, Aaron, Liverpool's Champions League win? Survey says... Is that not the the uh, the right? It's not it's okay. not the right sport, mate. Oh wow. Okay. Next clue. Anyway. Second clue. Aussie bowler. Oh my word. Um. 2005 Aussie bowler. Don't know that I know any. Okay. Next clue. Third clue is hits crack just right. No idea. Never heard of any of. Okay. Cricket. Well, it is. I'm afraid. When Shane Warne dismissed Andrew Strauss with that huge spinning ball. That would have been a good one if I'd heard of any of those people. So, it, yeah, it, well it done. may well have been. Right. Okay. I win, uh, don't I? That, yeah. that means I win two, two points. Uh, where's my page? Two points to Aaron. So that is, puts his score on eight and mine on four. Aaron's game's on five and mine on two. Well, there we go. Okay. That is the scores for today. And that was game set and match we'll have another one next week what's the score with Aaron and Isaac that was game set and match that was a, a very good competition uh, like I said we'll have another one next week and uh, we're, we're going to have, have a bit of a chat after this about uh, about what's to come in the coming weeks from our show but right now it's time for guess the score this is obviously where we guess the scores from up and coming matches and we review our predictions from the last week. Okay, Aaron, last week's games. Right, okay. It's last week's games, Leicester and Man City. I predicted I predicted two one Leicester. I had predicted two nil Leicester. It was two nil Man City. Ah, okay, fine. <laughs> 
Arsenal and Liverpool. I predicted 3-2 Arsenal. I predicted 2-0 Liverpool. It was 3-0 Liverpool. Well done, Liverpool. Let's go. I was only one off as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's impressive. Sutton and Burnley. Uh, I predicted 1-1. I predicted 3-1 Sutton. Ooh. Don't know why I'm saying Sutton. And it was 3-2 yeah. Sutton. Was so close. Oh! Manchester United and Brighton. I predicted 2-0 Man U. I predicted 3-0 Man U. It was 2-1 Man U. Okay, not bad, not bad. Wolves and West Ham. I predicted 2-0 West Ham. I predicted 2-1 West Ham. It was 3-2 West Ham. Good score for West Ham. Manchester United and Granada. Uh, It I predicted 2-0 United. I predicted 2-0 United. It was 2-0 United! Hey, we got it! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Right, Uh, and then we just added this one in during the week uh, because we forgot to Liverpool and Real Madrid. Uh, I predicted 4-0 to Liverpool. (laughs) Isaac predicted... Yeah, I know. (laughs) Isaac predicted uh, 1-0. A one-all draw. It was. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Uh, It was 3-1. Real Madrid! (laughs) Okay, moving on. That was good. (laughs) Uh, We don't need to dwell on that for very long. Right, so I've got some games here uh, from Champions League, Europa League and Premier League. Liverpool and Aston Villa. We've got to have a win here, surely. Now, a bit of lowdown. Obviously, Liverpool still in seventh. Um, by the way, from West Ham up to fourth, congrats. Uh, Villa, uh, well, Villa are ninth, so they're actually kind of close to Liverpool. But yeah. I'm going to call it, oh, it's a tough call, but I'm going to say just the one nil win Liverpool. Late okay. winner. Okay. Diego Jota again. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying 3-2 Liverpool. Oh, no, don't want any Villa goals, do we? Can't get, uh, Jack Grealish get any in. <laughs> Jack Grealish ain't half bad, you know. His hair's uh, better than he is. <laughs> at football, that uh, is. Uh, Palace and Chelsea. Um, I mean, Chelsea are up there, obviously. Well, they're fifth. And Palace, their Palace aren't doing too bad. They're twelfth. They're just one place above Saints. I'm going to have to go Chelsea, but 2-1. To Chelsea, two one oh, Chelsea. Okay, well that is exactly what I put. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tottenham and Manchester United. Uh, Tottenham probably going to walk all over us three 0 Tottenham. You think? No. Ooh. United obviously second. Spurs sixth. Um, there's what eleven points between you. So, yeah, I'm going to say. I've 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 gone three two Tottenham. I I'm going to say gonna I'm going to say but... two one Spurs. Two one Spurs. Two one Spurs. Okay, Only because that's... I really want Spurs to win. Yeah. Actually, no, Li- I don't, because <laughs> they're on the same points as Liverpool. Oh, that's tough. Okay, I'm going to say two okay. one. I'm still going to say two one Spurs, but. Okay. Um... Two one Spurs, but with a bit of regret in your heart. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay, so West Ham, Leicester, then Leicester, obviously third in the table. West Ham now fourth. Uh, there's there's four points between them. If West Ham win, they'll go up to just one point in it. So, I mean, it's going to be tough. This is probably the big decider for West Ham. I think if they can win this, then they've got a shout at the Champions League. Seriously. So, yeah, <laughs> I, 
There's actually, I've just realised, there's actually hardly any games left of the season. There's like eight left or something. I mean, that sounds quite oh, a lot. But... Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and actually, that's quite worrying in that we have to then think of a new segment. So we <laughs> will be prepared for that one. We just right. like, guess, I don't know, guess the tennis, guess Wimbledon or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 we'll do that. Uh, right. Anyway, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 1-0 West Ham. Okay, I, I'm going for a Vardy hat trick, three 0 Really? Okay, okay. I'm I'm confident. Uh, West Brom and Southampton. I mean, West Brom are having a bit of a stinker, aren't they? Nineteenth. Saints are doing all right. Or, although, or, although, what about the momentum from Chelsea? Yeah, but I mean, if West Ham was funny, if West Ham can beat Leicester, I think Saints have got a great shot of beating Leicester in the FA Cup at the weekend in the semi-final. So, I think if West Ham beat Leicester, I think Saints will beat Leicester, but Saints-West Brom, I think Saints will win it. I'm going to say 3-0 Saints. Okay, 3-0 Saints. Okay, I'm going for a 1-1 draw. Okay. Because I can. Right, Champions League, Liverpool and Real Madrid, second leg. Uh, so, we're 3-1 down. We've been yeah. in worse <laughs> positions. We've been in yeah. worse positions. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you have. That is not 3-0 at the Camp Nou two years ago. Yeah. And, uh, Come back the week later at Anfield with the the, the massive crowd screaming. Yeah. And the stuff. Yes, exactly. That's where our segment came from, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, similar situation at Anfield. No crowd, unfortunately. Second leg a week later against Real Madrid. 3-1 down. We've got the away goal. So I think I'm going to say 2-0 Liverpool. Home at Anfield. And... We're going to win because we've got that away goal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. And I'm only saying okay. that because I want that, them to win. That, that's fair. I'm going to say I don't think Liverpool will win. Well, I, I think Liverpool will win the match. No, I don't think they'll win. I want win. them to. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I think I think Liverpool are going to win the match, but won't win the uh, leg and qualification. So I'm going to say 1-0 Liverpool. Okie doke. Okay, and now we turn to the other bit of Europe, the Europa League. Man U, Granada, second leg. Uh, I'm going to go with another 2-0 win. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... So, this is at Old Trafford, this one. At Old Trafford, yeah. So, I'm going to say... It's going to be tough. I'm going to say 2-1 Granada. 2-1 Granada. Oh, OK. And United that, win on aggregate because they get the extra good. goal. Yeah, I'll just... We'll, we, we just count the results. So I can't be bothered to do aggregate. Well, there we go. Right, that was Guess the Score, a very entertaining one filled with a lot of matches. But Isaac, uh, let's discuss the show and what's coming up in the exactly. coming weeks. Well, before we do that, ladies and gents, if you would like to listen to the rest of our podcasts or what the show used to be before it was What's the Score with Aaron and Isaac, we had the Aaron and Isaac show, went on for, what, 40-odd episodes? Uh, so if you wanted to listen to the rest of those podcasts, you can listen on all your usual listening platforms, uh, for instance, Spotify, Anchor, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, and so on. Uh, you can get in contact with us by messaging us on social media, or you can send us a voice message on Anchor. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you if you would like to be a guest or if you would like to nominate someone to be a guest. We had a lovely interview with Finley earlier. Uh, and speaking of guests, we have got a guest coming up in the next couple of weeks. And we've got a sea swimmer. So do look forward to that. We yeah. had a very inspiring yeah, a interview. Yes, a sport you don't hear much exactly, about yeah. often, is it? And, and this, this man uh, has swam the channel twice. So I'm not going to spoil anything else. But yeah, it's a great inspiring interview, I think. And that's coming up in a couple of weeks' time. So do look forward to that. And we'll have lots of other interviews as well. So please get in contact um, if you want to be an interviewee. Um, sorry, an yeah, an interviewee. That's the right. Yeah, 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 yes, E for yeah, um. Because we're the ers. 
Yeah, we're we're the Earth, they're the East. Um, So yeah, there you go. That's that's what we've got coming up. And there'll be more of this great chat. Um, We'll have bonus episodes where we... um, what we do we'll review and stuff and some youtube exclusive content yes, there'll hopefully be there'll be some streams as well uh, so do yes check streams that out. that's another good one yeah so uh, you can check me out on twitch you can check aaron out on youtube and so on we'll be all over the place uh, so stay tuned for that but aaron what have we learned this week well this week i'm afraid we have learned that manchester united might actually win the Europa League. No, no, they won't win it. No, 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 no chance. No, no chance. Stop dreaming. Stop dreaming. Okay, oh, that's, that's like saying you. Liverpool are going to win the Champions League, mate. Come on, Liverpool! Come on. No. Right. Thank I tell you, you what, very much. If you support Liverpool in the Champions League, I. Oh no, I'm not going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> okay, so, okay, viewer, <laughs> listeners, thank you very much for listening to our podcast this week. It's been a great fun, and we will have more cracking interviews and more cracking everything, and even some exclusive YouTube content and Twitch and everything else. Basically, we're awesome. That's been us. Goodbye. Goodbye, and rest in peace, Prince Philip. That's goodbye from oh, us. Bye. Bye. What's the score with Aaron and Isaac?